show on my own. I, I have a podcast as well. I, I, I host it myself. It's, it's, it's that, yeah. I, I mean, I do interviews all the time from a, for, with other people and stuff like that, but right. can't rely on somebody else to. Yeah. yeah well, plus, it's New Year's, so you know, what's going on out there? Yeah. Craziness. Well, uh, Daniel Jackson, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and uh, tell us what uh, you do. Uh, my name is Daniel Jackson. My professional name is Spirit Medium Daniel, and I see dead people. I see those who have passed on. I don't just see people. I see dogs, cats, horses, cows, fish. Um, wow. Everything. I see other beings from other places. That's phenomenal. Um, I uh, I don't have any control over some one thing I do, but I do something called remote viewing as well. It just turns on. Uh, I also see into other dimensions, and uh, there's some other stuff. But that, that's a know. lot. That's a lot. <laughs> uh, seeing seeing all that, uh, and it never turns off. It never goes away. Um, I I don't ever, as I explain to people, I don't ever not see spirit ever. Wow. So what I just. When, um, like, if you look at your walls, what color are, are your walls to you? Uh, like yellowish. Okay. To me, they would be yellowish and blue. So, in other words, the blue that I see, I see in my regular vision. When I look at you, I see that misty blue in you. I see it in everything. And when I see that misty blue, that's the veil. I see the reg- I see the veil in my regular vision. So, it's when I concentrate on it, if I look at the wall... And I just start concentrating on it. And then I start seeing faces and and everything. But I, I see they walk past me all the time. My wife and I were in the kitchen last night. And I just turned around and a, a person walked right past me. So they just materialized and walked right past me. Uh, but but I see them more than that as well. I when it, I My room, I keep it dark at night so I can see everything. And I see thousands of them just standing in front of me. Do you talk to them? Do they ever converse or anything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, they talk to me. Um, sometimes they talk to me or they talk around me. But I I do communicate with other forms of spirit, uh, what we would refer to as archangels. They're not men with wings and shields and swords. They don't look like that at all. Um, and that's who I, I, when I get information for people or even for myself, that's who I communicate with. And, and when I communicate with them, they put thought into my mind. Um in the very beginning, it was 5% of the time, and now it's 90% of the time. Uh, and they also touch my face for yes and no answers. And when wow. I feel this go across my forehead like a finger going across my, my eyebrow, that's yes. And then when I feel it feels like a tear running down my face for no. But in the, in the beginning, it was just two t- <coughs> touches for uh, two different archangels, their names, uh, Helen and uh, Manos. And, and over the past seven years, it's it's increased. Now it's 50 so I get 50 different touches on my face, and I know exactly who's touching my face and when they're doing it. So that would be 50 different archangels? Yes. There's more than more than uh, the ones they say that are in the Bible. The Bible's a bunch of crap. But uh, Yeah, yeah. I think they're like seven that they name. It's like Michael and Raphael, Gabriel, Uriel. Yeah, I, have, I actually have two of them named Raphael. So uh, I've got uh, uh, Helen, uh, Manos, Gabriel, Raphael, Uriel, Amenadiel, Israel, Mezekim, Michael, Paul, Jacob, Daniel, Lazy, Ezekiel, Richard, John, Nicholas, Angel, it just goes on and on and on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um, how long has this been going on? I've, like how... I've been aware that I am uh, a medium that started about seven years ago. I didn't know that I was a medium prior to that. I have seen spirit ever since I was three years old, uh, but my whole family was seeing them, more or less, because we we lived in a 
in a home that was um, uh, I was I'm from New Jersey and we lived in a home that was next to the Delaware River. There was a a battlefield there where the Hessians fought. So we all we all saw them um, on a frequent basis. And then it just once by the time I was 17, my mom and I, my dad, we we moved to Delaware. And uh, no one was really seeing them anymore as much as I was. I just kept seeing them. But I just kept seeing them through my teens and my into my 20s, 30s, 40s. And then it was right before I was turning 50 years old when my wife that I have now went away on vacation for two weeks. And I saw everything you can ever imagine in my house that was in a scary movie for two weeks. How do you even like, like how do you deal with all of that? Does it not get overwhelming? Uh, yeah, it, it was overwhelming at, at a time to to the point when when my wife came home from vacation, she told me about her adventures and I told her about mine. I mean, she, I had told her about previous things I had going on in my life before that, but uh, this was so much that we just did the normal things you would think to do. We went on the internet and tried to uh, find answers, and we ended up having a, a paranormal group come to my house and. They were, uh, by, by the time they got done their investigation, they were supposed to come back to my house and have, after two weeks for a big reveal. And uh, I couldn't get a hold of them for six weeks. And I, when I finally did, I found out the, uh, the guy said, I can't get the group back together. He said, once we got out on your front lawn, everybody quit. Oh, wow. He said, we don't get that kind of information from one house. It usually takes 10 or 15 to get that. So Holy crap. So your place oh, they is just witnessed inundated. Them. They witnessed the, what the the thing about having them. What the good good part was, they witnessed everything that we were going through, and we knew. I, I knew I wasn't crazy because they witnessed yeah. it and they got so much information. But uh, I mean, they they one one test they had to do. Uh, I was they had me go to like pretend to sleep in my bedroom, and they per- turned on a, a spirit box. And it started speaking words as soon as they turned it on. It said, well, uh, Helen, Wendy, Michael, Paul. It said unique, special energy, light, in that, like, computer voice. Oh, man. And then uh, there was one point where they were just asking questions. And one of the questions they asked, they said, are you here to harm Daniel? And then that voice that came through, it said, no, we are not here to harm Daniel. We love Daniel. Daniel is the light. And I, when it said Daniel is the light, I was like, what the heck? what the heck is that supposed to mean? So... But uh, like I said, they wouldn't. They wouldn't come back to the house. They were so scared, that more or less. Crazy. But uh, so I ended up uh, pursuing it even more, and I found uh, five different mediums to sort of help me. Get, and uh, one of them in particular. And uh, I mean, I, none of these people knew each other, but they all told me the same story about me. So I knew there was something to it. I just I know like children are more susceptible to seeing these things well, um, because I, I they're pure of heart. Because right. when you, because you come into this world, you wake up in a baby body and you're going, Wah, and your mom and dad's going, I'm your mom and dad. And you're going, I don't know who the hell you are, but okay. Yeah, and I don't then, know uh, you. And then they, uh, they teach you the ways of the world and it washes all that away. You wake up in this, in this baby body and you just came from heaven. Your soul just came from heaven and it's, it's pure and it's, it's, it doesn't have any pain, anger, sorrow, keep feel anguish, hurt. Uh, it doesn't have any, uh, uh, you know, fear. It doesn't have any, um. No hate, none of that stuff, none of it. So it's pure. And because it's pure, it's able to see what everything that I see and and more. Uh, but we teach them the ways of the world. We're basically throwing a bucket of bleach over top of them and teaching them all the lies in the world. You know, we teach them that Santa Claus is real. And, and, the then, and then later on in life, 
When they lie about things, we wonder why they lie about things. Well, you taught me to lie because you told me Santa Claus was real. Yeah. Yeah. You, you told me fa- you told me uh, fairy tales and all this other bullshit that you wanted me to to learn, and now I know that's all a lie. Well, if that's okay to lie, you're teaching me lies. Why don't? Why shouldn't I lie too? So, you know, we we everyone is a product of everyone else, and absolutely. We are just the way we are because this is the way we've been teaching each other for a long time. I agree. We need to, we need to change that. So, uh, so yeah, with well, kids can see things that you just wish you could see, but you you have to have a very open mind and open heart. You have to be able to let go of all that pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, and all that stuff. And and that's really hard because fear. Yeah. Oh, that's very hard. Fear. Yeah, it's not easy. I I try to tell people to do this all the time, but. Uh, they just can't. I know. I, I know a lot of fear kind of gets in the way because people, they're so used to like kind of like, like a cognitive dissonance. They're used yeah, sure. to the world they're in. It's comfortable. Yeah. And then when you try to strip away these the veil, right, you try to strip away these layers. Yeah. And the closer you get out of the box, you know, it, it gets you get scary. It gets pretty scary, man. Like I've oh. experienced some things. I mean, when I grew up, I grew up in a pretty haunted area. I don't know if it was the house or the land we were on, but it was uh, the whole world is haunted. I'm, see, I agree. I agree. <laughs> the entire world, yeah. I agree. You, uh, they, they experience no time and space, so uh, the spirit are everywhere. As many spirit that do cross over into the light, there's that many that don't, and not everything here. This is just a lower energy realm that yeah, super low energy that all those spirit are in that they have not crossed over in their life. But it's not just people. You know, you're going to see all kinds of negative energies, what we would call evil things. But uh, but they're just, uh, there's no one particular uh, guy who's in charge of all that. There's no such thing as a Satan or a devil or anything like that. I, I, see, too, I see everything. I don't just see good energies. I see all the bad ones too. And But I see, the, I see everything because I have something different that no other medium has. It's just, but, no other medium is meant to have it. It was only chosen from one because of something happened a very, very long time ago. Uh, but, but these things that are out there, I mean, they're, they're absolutely horrible. Um, but they just, they're in it for themselves. So yeah, it's just everywhere. Everywhere you go is there's going to be spirit. It may be in a house or it may just be in an area. And then you boom, you build a house on top of that place. And next thing you know, you got spirit in your house. (laughs) I was um I was in this area, an old like one of the oldest parks in this town. I was uh, on these train tracks, and it was late at night. It was dark. I was with a friend. And we were just we were standing next to these train tracks up on kind of a hill, and we're looking over the train tracks below us. And this white cat comes up to us, and we're like, "Oh, a little cat!" And it's super nice, friendly. And this it was kind of weird, right? Because we're just like, "Why is this cat here? Where did this cat come from?" Because we're in the middle of nowhere. I mean, it's this park, but. And then, like, we see a figure walk kind of below us on the train tracks from our left to the right. And we just kind of watched it, and the cat was there. And we're like, oh, maybe it's just a guy walking this cat, right? And we're like, it was a a guy. It was was a man. Well, we thought it was. And so I ran down the hill and looked to where the direction that the figure was walking. And I was like, there's nothing there. So I ran back to my friend, and I was like, bro, there's, there's nothing there, man. Like, what was that? And we're trying to make sense of it. We're standing there, and then again, we notice the same figure come from the same area that we first saw it, and it was gliding. We watched it, like almost wanted us to see it. And so yeah. it was just gliding, and it was in a robe, like a black robe with this like bluish white light in its chest area, like a little ball of light that was constantly moving and doing weird, weird stuff. I, couldn't even, I can't even explain it. And the figure 
it just glided across like right above the train tracks right below us as we watched it go and as soon as it passed us i ran back down the hill and i looked in this direction completely gone Ran back to my friends like dude that was a ghost or something i don't know what it was what do you think that was uh just a spirit his name was richard yeah yeah Okay. I mean, I get told things as soon as, as soon as you started saying something, that's why I said it was a man. Yes. I, I and, sensed uh, it was then, a man. And they kept telling me his name was, yeah. Kept telling me his name was. Yeah, I, I always, I still wonder to this day, like, what was the purpose? Why, why was it um, there? Why did it want us to see it? We both saw it. Let me ask real quick. Uh, he died on, he died on the tracks. That's what I thought. Um, that's what I thought. He got hit by, he got hit by a train. He got run over by a train. Man, so what do you think the bluish... They're still there. See, I went back the next day to look for a body, because I figured there's probably a dead body up here. Yeah. And I looked, every, I couldn't find anything, but it, there were like big holes in the ground that had been graded over. Like, it was crazy up there. Um, but what do you, what was the ball of light? The, the, the bluish light, that's, that's just the soul, that's just the soul itself. He wasn't uh, a negative energy by any means, um, but he was just, he was just there. Uh, that bluish light that was within him is just, you know, whenever I see spirit that are have not crossed over, uh, their complexion, my, like I can see your complexion, you can see mine, well, their whole complexion and everything is blue. Is that everyone's um, soul? Because of where they are. Uh, what's that? Would everyone's soul, like, start out as being blue and then... Well, no, it's it's your soul is actually is uh, white. Uh, it has a blue... You know, hue to it. Um, but uh, when it crosses over into the light, uh, it'll just go back to being white. But it'll just go, you'll just, you'll look like you do right now. Uh, you'll just, uh, yeah. And I mean, even the soul that's inside of you right now, that doesn't look like you. It looks like the you the last time you were here. Every, every time you come back, you just come back to a different version of you. We are all our own ancestors, everyone, everyone who's here now. Um, but that light, that's that what he, what you saw, is just the soul. That's the, that's just the light of his soul. And, oh, but when I see them, um, I see them just different kinds of ways. When I see the ones who have crossed over, um, I see them like I see you. Or if I see ones who haven't crossed over, um, they are like I said. They are when I see them in the darkness. I'm seeing into the that complete realm. They are them. Everything about them is just blue. Even in the clothes they have on, everything. And then, but I do get a quick flash, and I I see exactly what they look like before they, before they were blue. And then, uh, and then they're just walking around blue. Like I see horses walking around. I can still make them out, and I can still see patterns in their fur and all that stuff. And if they look like brown and white or something like, but they're still blue to me. That's all. Um, but I do see other ones who are walking around. When when you have a lot of energy, you can manipulate yourself, being that pure energy, into looking like whatever you want to look like. So sometimes they do come through with enough energy, and I can see them full on just as a as a person, as they are. I mean, because they are they're still a person. They just the only difference between them and and us is they don't have a body anymore. Yeah. But, but um, yeah, it's just uh, but then. I mean, I also see beings from other dimensions to come through, and they're just they're full color. So, um, question here: I, I'm a firm believer of the reincarnation. Well, and you better I'm be. You've been here 28 to, times. <laughs> yeah, 
28? Yeah, you're on life number 28. Uh, oh, so li- literally, literally, as we were just talking and you were saying that, they t- I, I asked them how many times you've been here. So I, I do it in my mind as I'm still having a conversation. They told me 28, and I said, did you say 28? And they just touched me right there on my forehead. 28. So, meaning you've had... Yeah, meaning you've had 27 other sets of moms and dads, brothers and sisters, dogs and cats, and 27 other astrological signs that mean absolutely horseshit because your body's born, but just your soul's not it's created. Yeah, it just goes back to what, I don't know, like soul world and then... Uh, yeah, you go back to the same family we all belong to, the soul family. We're all, we're all related to each other. So Every, every question, one of us is a, is a divine soul. My question there is, because I've heard a lot of different theories, like reincarnation is because we've done so much sin in our lives or whatever, and we have to come back and attune for that? No, you don't, you don't sin. When you sin, that's you breaking their rules. That's all it is. And they want you to convince you that you are a sinner so that they, you know, they can rule your life and tell you how to live your life the way they want you to live it and give them 10%. And how do they know about 10% back then? Because the people who wrote the books and all that stuff were kings and queens. That's all. Yes. Yeah, I have I have my own control. issues with the Christian Bible. Um, I'm not religious. And I call it the Babel. The Babel. It's the Babel. Yeah, because it's a piece of shit. Like all oh, the Nag Hammadi and all these different esoteric teachings being added and taken away throughout the years. King James. Yeah, King James didn't like it. He wrote his own. Exactly. And how many times <laughs> well, has it been rewritten before? You know, throughout the right. years. And so, like, how many times has has shit been taken out of it so you don't exactly. see the truth? Exactly. Um, yeah. uh, what is it? The Knights, of, not Knights of not Nicaea, uh, something of Nicaea where they all got together. I think it was like Rothschilds were involved in that. It's crazy. But 28. So what is the purpose of coming back all the time? If I'm on my 28th life to fulfill your purpose, do we just constantly come back? Yeah. You can, you keep coming back because you don't fulfill your purpose and fulfilling your purpose is we're here to help each other just for the sake of helping, not because you can, but because you should in a way that you're going to help someone to do something they cannot do for themselves, or you're helping them to figure it out for themselves. And so like someone may come up to you and say, excuse me, sir, I'm lost. Can you help me find my way? And you say, oh, sure. You can, uh, you make a left down here or you know what? Hey, I'm going that way too. How about you just follow me in my car and I'll just wave you off. And then you go, that's it. Help but me. not everybody does that. Most people go, ah, fuck people. I hate you. <laughs> yeah, and walk yeah. away. Yeah. 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 Or people just don't want to ask. Yeah. Uh, for why help. to keep coming back. And so like, I, I try to help people. I mean, I used to work in mental health for a while. Uh, I've always been a very helpful person. My mother's always told me, you are just, you're a different breed. <laughs> I don't know where you came from, you know? And it's like, well, I don't either. I, I worked around mental health people for about six years. I worked in prison for six years doing medical re- medical records. Oh man, how was that? Uh, those people there did not figure out that they're not good not good criminals. <laughs> they're bad criminals. They haven't learned their lessons. Yeah, every, everything is about learning lessons. I mean, if I, if I have a towel in front of me, I pick this towel up and I put it down. That's a lesson. If I pick it up and drop it, it's not a bad lesson or a good lesson. It's just a lesson. Just how do I how do I learn that lesson? Well, I grip it a little bit tighter next time, you know, and then I won't drop it. Or if there's a da- door and there's a nail on the floor and you trip it with a nail, how do you learn it? You get a hammer banging in. Not everybody does that. People tend to trip four or five times before they learn that lesson. And what happens is they're not learning the lessons quick enough. So what's that do? It keeps them from getting to the places in their life that they're supposed to meet up with these people to help them. And they don't get there. So guess who comes back? Wow, that's that's deep. So, <laughs> so because I've heard this a lot. Yeah, I don't make the rules. Oh, I just explain right. them. <laughs> like uh, Sham, yeah. Shambhala, um, places like that, like, 
when you reach your ultimate purpose, okay, is where do you go? What's the purpose then? Oh, after we're here? Yeah. If we never, you if we're not reincarnated I anymore. Mean, well, you could, you, the only reason you're going to heaven anyway in the first place is because you chose to go in. It's, it's not about uh, them telling you, oh, you're going to do this and you're going to do that or we're going to save you a spot here or, you know, we tell you how to live your life the way with it. We want you to live it and give us 10% and that's going to get you into heaven. That has nothing to do with it. That has just to do with the, them getting as much money out of you as they can and power and control. I said, so. Yeah, it's all power and control. Yeah, so you going into heaven is you passing away. You waking up out of your body. You look down and go, no, oh, I guess I don't need that anymore. You take a step to the left. You look to the right. A light turns on to you and you either walk in or you don't. And not everybody does. I mean, okay. sometimes they don't walk in because uh, because everyone's told you that you're a piece of crap or you're going to hell or you're going to be judged by God or you're not good enough to go to heaven and all that stuff. And we believe it. And then you don't you don't go in and then you walk around here with all the other gazillions of miserable people walking around who just haven't gone in. Or sometimes because you're going to wake up out of your body, you're going to per get perfect memories of your lifetime here plus the other 27 lifetimes. You're also going to know at that point that you've been here 28 times because you're going to have memories of everything. Yeah. And then you're going to look at that light and go, well, shit, if I walk in there, I might have to come back again. And maybe you don't want to. So stay here. when we're there, we do have the option to stay or come back. Yeah, well, yeah, no, you, you come back because you haven't fulfilled your purpose. Okay, okay. Once you do fulfill your purpose, basically you're punch, punching your dance card and, and – uh, and once you get it done, they will let you know, but they won't. You won't find out unless you actually cross over. You would. You go to a holding place, and they're going to go over your life with you and tell you what you did and did not do. And at that point, they'll let you know if you have to come back again. Wow! And if you have to come back again, you just do. But uh, if you don't, you get to stay there, and then you get to do whatever the hell you want to do. I want to. I mean, I've seen. I see see heaven all the time. They show it to me. It's just. It's just. It's like here, but different. How is it different? Oh, you don't break bones. Oh man, I could I could no, deal with that. <laughs> you don't feel you don't feel pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, and none of that stuff because all that stuff you have, you learned it from everybody else here. You were taught that stuff how to how to have pain and anger. You didn't wake up in a baby body going, I hate the fucking world. You didn't. It's painful. Right. You it's painful because we make it painful. Because you allow yourself to be available to that pain. I don't have to feel anguish. I don't have to feel guilt over anyone dying because you know why? Everyone dies. Exactly. It's not a matter of if, it's just a matter of when. That's all. So everyone is going to die. They're, the spirit over there is not waiting around for you to waiting for you to walk through that door. They just know you either will or you won't. Yikes. That's it. And if you don't, that's your choice. I can't I can't even imagine how many people have been here for hundreds of times. Um, they just can't get it. Well, no, you're you've only been here 28 times, so I mean, the the average is between 26 and 29. I mean, there's oh, wow. a few. I I did a, a reading for a lady who had been here 43 times. Whoa. She's totally fucking it up. <laughs> and uh, I and I I told her I said, well, you you're going to have to come back again. She said, I don't want to come back again. I said, well, you haven't fulfilled your purpose this many times. I said, you haven't fulfilled it now. She's like, do I have time to? time left to fulfill it now. And I said it to her in a nice way. I said, no, you've run out of time. Now, if I told you you ran out of time, what would that mean to you? That I just have to keep going and do my best until I'm done. <laughs> no, that was my nice way of telling her she was going to die soon. She did six months later. Oh, geez. That's all right. She'll just come back and do it again. Hopefully she'll get it right this time. Make it, you know, 44. 
Nobody wants to do that. Uh, it's rough, man, thinking about it. Thinking about coming, yeah. starting as a child again and doing the whole thing. It's a long time until, I mean, I'm I'm about 40. It, well, if you make it that far. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm Not everybody does. Far. Sometimes we're here for five seconds, five minutes, five hours, five days, five five years, 50 years, you know? Yeah. Sometimes yeah. we're not. No, yeah, okay. Yeah. That makes sense. So like 28 times, you know, I, my previous lives could have only been like, I could have been a uh, stillborn or something. Well, uh, no, uh, stillborn is, um, the way that that happens is the soul does not come into the body until the body is getting ready to be born. Okay. So it's not sitting in the mom's belly going, oh, I'm waiting to get out of here. It's not doing that. Huh. Okay. Uh, it's going to wait until that body to see if that body is going to make it or not. And that the body is not going to make it. It just exits. And then the body, and then you have a stillborn child. What's that wow. mean? The stillborn just means it does not have a soul. It's like a radio and a battery. If you take the battery out, the radio doesn't work. Right. Well, the battery inside of you is your soul. And if it's not in there, well, the battery, just like when you die, the soul leaves and the body's dead. Okay. So um, here's a question for maybe you can help the people who have had abortions. How does that work? Just not, it's just, it's just it's the same, same way. way. It's just not the same way. Happen. Like there's no soul in there. So, so yeah. The, okay. So the people that have had abortions, I feel terrible about it. This is good news for them. Well, then, I'll, right? I'll, I'll make it, I'll make it simple this way. Cause it's even a harder, an even harder point of there. Suicide. Uh, suicide is when, when it's, when, when you die, when it's your time to go, it just is. Okay. And the reason it is, is because God has called your soul to go home to heaven. Now, when you were a child and if you were outside playing and your mom and dad told you that it was time to come home, what did you do? You, when you got said, oh shit, I got to go. See you guys. Mom said, I got to come home. Yeah. Well, when your father calls your soul home, it will go. So it will make the body do something in order to get out of here. We would call that suicide. Now, the soul may also do something for you in another way in order to get out of here as well. It may tell you to wake up tomorrow and say, I need you to go to the, get in your car and go to the mall today. And you just wake up and go, I got to go to the mall today. And you go to the mall today and you get in a car accident and you die. Same thing. I feel, I've been feeling this a lot lately that I'm like, I'm ready to go at any moment. Like my heart's just going to stop. Like I feel <laughs> like my heart is going to stop anytime. Like it's really weird. I've gone to the doctors and be like, what's going on, man? No, not yet. It's, it's, hard, it's so hard for me to sleep. <laughs> yeah. I, I just asked if you're getting ready to leave yet and you're not, leaving not? for okay. quite some time. No, oh, man. Okay. Well, that, that gives me a little no, bit you're of relief. You're going to be pretty old when you die. That's what I thought. I figured God want to keep me here because of all the sins i've done to make me suffer no <laughs> no god does not judge us god does not punish us i mean put it to you this way god is not going to banish you to some place for something he gave you he gave us free will he gave us free will to make decisions to to choose to do things okay now if god thought that we were going to choose some really bad things don't you think he would have put a limit on those choices but he didn't yeah. in order to learn from anything in your lifetime you have to figure out what works for you and what doesn't work for you there's no mistakes there's no right and wrong there's no ethic failures none of that stuff it's about what works for you and what doesn't work for you but sometimes it may take you three or four tries of doing something to figure out okay this is not working let me try something different and then the, but that's it i mean but what works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else so right. no he he's not going to punish you for something he gave you that's religion telling you that oh you shouldn't be doing that and you shouldn't be doing this you know how many times i see people in religion doing the same fucking shit oh and it's as, all bad that we're too. doing but 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 it's okay for them 
You know, they, they are chosen, uh-huh. you know, yeah. so apparently. apparently. You know who chose them? <laughs> themselves. <laughs> They've yeah. placed themselves in a position of being God, you know, and it's like, no, you, you're, a, you're a tiny little bit, man. You're a tiny little piece yeah. of the big puzzle. Like, like in the Bible, it, it says uh, on uh, this little snippet called uh, it says Leviticus 19.31. First of all, you know who Leviticus is? No one. He's not a person. Leviticus is a group of people uh, that Moses belonged to, that they all sat around and made these rules. So there's there's part of the lie, okay? And then Leviticus 19.31 says, don't speak to mediums because they speak to the dead, okay? Yes, I don't uh, speak yes, to I the that. dead. I, I speak to souls, okay? They're not dead, okay? But it also says in there, it also says in there, uh, if you're speaking to the dead or speaking to this, you're speaking to demons and devils and you're a medium and don't do that. Don't talk to these people. You shouldn't talk to those people. Well, they don't want you to talk to us because we will get the truth and yeah. they don't want you to know the truth, okay? They want to keep you confused. But uh, so, and also in the Bible, it talks about the Father and the Son and the Holy Ghost. Well, the Father and the Son, sure. Holy Ghost, no. And then people say, why not? I said, how do you know he's holy? And they said, what do you mean? I said, how do you know he's holy? Because I speak a lot of spirit, and not all of them are holy. How do you know this particular spirit is holy? What's his actual name? You don't have a name for him? Because everybody's got a name. And the, and he said, and they always say, oh, I don't know. I said, so again, how do you know he's holy? Because in order for you to find out if he's holy, you would have to talk to him. You would be able to have to be able to speak to him for him to speak to you to tell you that he's holy. In order for the you to have that happen, that would make you a medium. <laughs> but it says in the Bible, don't talk to mediums. So I want to ask the question of who is the lucky person within religion that is allowed to do that? Because apparently they're allowed they're allowed to do it, and no one else is. Yes, they're harboring the secrets because they're liars. Yeah, That's yeah, they, they want to keep everybody down and controlled while they hold yeah. the power and pull all the strings. I, I, it's yeah, uh, it's absolutely the truth in every aspect of our lives, everywhere you look: religion, government, yeah. school, medicine. Um, everything has just been converted and perverted, oh, flipped yeah. upside down on us. Yeah, our, our government it. is all is a complete. I don't care who it is; they it's a left wing and a right wing, and they all belong on the same bird. I know they are all t- telling each other and telling everybody else, "Hey, we're, we're fighting in here. We hate each other." Yeah. And then when the cameras turn off, "Hey, man, let's go out to lunch and get exactly. something to eat," because that's what they're doing. And people don't understand that because they are they control us. We relinquished the power over to them a long time ago. We need to take it back. I know. It's like the government works for us, but people are so convinced. They work for themselves. Right. Well, they're supposed to work for the people, but the they've they've convinced the people that we work for them. Yes, yes. And we pay their bills. When they said they they are like us, they are of the people. Well, who got those jobs as being those politicians that long ago you know i mean they were all millionaire yeah. or thousandaire or whatever uh uh farmers who had slaves and all this yeah. stuff they were all the people who were already in control they just knew how to do it that's all exactly exactly they, they put it all together um what do you know about ingo swan who ingo swan who the hell's that Okay, uh, he was an American psychic. Uh, he was no, known. No, no, I don't follow. I don't follow any other psychics. I just don't. Okay. I don't. I don't follow them because uh, I don't want what they do to influence what I do. Besides right. that, I hear you. I hear I you. I talk there. to archangels. I don't need to follow a human. Yeah, I just wonder if you knew anything about him because he is. He was part of the remote viewing project, the CIA project, uh, Stargate project. Are you familiar with the Stargate project? Um. Well, y- there's a a guy named. Um, 
Paul H. Smith, uh, who also does remote viewing. Um, so let me put it to you this way. Um, so uh, my wife and I moved down here from uh, Delaware, out to Arizona, southern Arizona. Um, we moved down here because Spirit told us to move out here. And when I asked them, I they that when we got a message, it was a channeled message. They said Arizona, and I said, "Where in Arizona?" They said, "You'll know." I said, "Okay." So I woke up the next day, and I said to my wife, "I need a map of Arizona. I'm going to show you where we're going to move." So she put it in front of me, and I closed my eyes and took my finger and pointed places and closed my eyes, and I kept getting touched on my face. No, 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 no. Yes, we're moving to Sierra Vista, Arizona. So we we packed all of our shit up. We actually. Uh, we we sold uh, we put our house on the market and bought another house in a week. How does that happen? Wow! And we didn't even come here. We did it all by video. Um, wow! How does that happen? Well, we uh, we moved here in Sierra Vista, and right next to in Sierra Vista, uh, two blocks away from my house, is a place called Fort Huachuca. Fort Huachuca is the largest intelligence base in the United States. What? You know what they used to do there back in the 60s and 70s? A lot of MK Ultra Exper stuff? They did experiments on psychic mediums. They had a uh, remote viewing program there. What is that place called? Fort Huachuca. Huachuca? Yeah, with an H. H-A-U-C-H. Okay. Huachuca, basically. I would definitely... You can look it up. Yeah, I'll look into that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's a huge, huge place. They own a mountain. So, so uh, yeah, it's a huge, huge place. There's a there's an aerostat that flies right above our house, and they say they they have the cameras on there to watch the border. They're not watching the border. Um, no, but um, they're definitely not. We see all <laughs> kinds of crazy lights up in the mountains there. So it's one of the places they say they have uh, stored alien bodies and UFOs. So is it an area? It's big enough to do that. Is it an area yeah. similar to uh, Skinwalker Ranch, or is it mainly just a good? Oh military? no, it's bigger than that. The, this place is huge. It stretches the entire length of our town. It's and our town's four miles long. Wow! It actually goes outside past our town. So yeah, it was. And it goes back over a mountain. It was built started in 1877, and it was built to guard against the Chiraqua Apaches led by Geronimo. Yeah. Yeah. And now it's just a huge military base where they run a lot. It's a huge army army base, yeah. It's scientific huge. programs. Correct. Wow, okay. There's a there's a guy named uh, Dr. Stephen Greer. Yes. That's out yep. now. Yep. Uh there's the guy the uh back in the 90s, the guy who ran Fort Huachuca actually offered Dr. Stephen Greer uh a a, a billion dollars back then. Oh my god. To stop talking about what he talks to about. To stop talking. Yes. And he didn't take it. <laughs> they, no, they they have they have a list of all these bases around the uh, United States uh, and the world that have uh, have underground facilities going on, right. and uh, Fort Huachuca is one of them. I think it's number two hundred fifty six or something like that. And I'm sure it's one eighteen connected just because it's location. I'm sure it's connected to Dolce. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, they're all connected to yeah. each other. They have underground uh, tunnels that all run into each other. That's something that people dumbs, you know, <clears throat> underground military bases. A lot of people do not believe those exist. And it's like, how can you look? It's everybody here in this town knows that something going on in this at this. Place, but what are you going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing. Yeah, they, there's certain areas of, of this town they don't even want you digging. I want to go there then and dig. <laughs> I want to find what they don't want yeah, me to it's, find. Yeah, it's huge, man. 
we go on the base all the time. My wife's a vet. You know, I'm not yeah. a veteran. I'm just a veteran. <laughs> of the uh, but uh, yeah, that's what I tell that's everybody. Awesome. But uh, we go on the base. We go to the PX and stuff like that. We we do our, some shopping there as well. And and uh, but it's a huge place. We've driven around it. We've we've driven to the other side. We have these um, Can Ams, these three wheel Can Ams, and we we've gone all the way through it and go to the other side and. It's pretty cool. I mean, it's beautiful back there. I mean, I'm, I have mountains surrounding me. I go outside my front door, and there's mountains right there. Actually, like three or four miles away, but these things are two miles high, so they're they look like they're just right there. But but we've seen all kinds of crazy lights. I've seen a, a, an actual UFO. I went outside to take the trash out, and I just turned around, and it was hovering above my head. And I was like, "What the hell?" And I was I was like, "Let me get my camera out. Well, let me go tell my wife. Let me go." Gone. And as soon as I then I looked up again, it, and it just went. Yep. Gone. What color so, did, did it have a color to it? It was just like a silver. Uh, it was just a glowing white. white. Okay. It was a white round object. But that's not the only. I see. I actually see other ones as well too. I see them in the sky because when I go outside at night, I don't see the stars anymore. I see a couple. I see. I've been seeing this like little band of stars, but uh, it's kind of strange. But I haven't seen the uh, the whole set of stars in the sky for just light five pollution years now. I only see a blue black sky. Okay. I see a blue black sky and I see energies and I just start seeing faces and stuff. But what I do see is I do see artificial light and uh, um, I see these things that look like a letter Y. It's it's like three stars in a row, one, two, three, and then another one. So it looks like a letter Y. And I've asked questions about it because I ask questions about everything all day long. And, uh, and they told me these these are bases that are actually hovering above the, the earth. There's seven of them. And they're just watching us. And, and our government knows about it. Yes. They're not going to do anything because they can't. <laughs> what could they do to that? Nothing. Yeah, I was going to ask you. They don't want us to know how much can, how, how much is out there and what's going on because mm-hmm. they because they have no defense against it. Yep. Yeah, no, it's we're seventy eight years later. We're still using fucking rockets. Seriously, I know. Well, that's the weird thing too about you know we went from horse and buggy to just spaceships all of a sudden, and it's yeah. like, and now we're yeah. just stuck in the standstill of no technology. Yeah, I got I got a phone that's got three cameras on it, but uh, yeah, no. What are they going to do next? Give me ooh, another I mean, four camera? cameras. No way, fifty yeah, megapixels. Okay, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. We used to have cameras that had higher megapixels than the phones. We got rid of those, and now we just use our phones. Yeah, well, Come it's every, it's your GP. They, you know, it's GPS. They track you. It's they, just, it's scary. That, well, that's how they control yes. you. Yeah, and because I've had a lot of UFO experiences, and I wanted to ask you about this disclosure going on. In my opinion, this government's disclosure ruined the entire UFO sure. <laughs> phenomena for me. You know, yeah, it did. We're for some reason, we feel as though we need the government's permission to, but the gov- it is just our government and, you know, society telling us, oh, you're not seeing this, you're crazy and all that stuff. And then they will make you look like you are crazy and, and take your life, your entire life away from you if you have any real true evidence. But, uh, but uh, it's, we're having, we, we thought we were going to get some disclosure this year. And even Greer said we're running out of time, but uh no one seems to care. So yeah, no one. We're gonna. We're eventually gonna run out of time. I. I mean, I already knew that. I. I already. I knew about COVID before COVID came. I knew about it two and a half years prior to coming. And I was. I was. Uh, we got a message from it and about it. And I was. Uh, this is before when I was getting those types of messages. These were channeled messages. I was channeling with another person, and that person spoke. And and uh, you know. It's archangels every time they come through and talk. Well, it was archangels uh, 
most of the time, a couple of times it was Jesus and three or four times it was God um, telling us about stuff. But uh, so when I was doing festivals back east, I, I was telling everybody, uh, everybody I thought I could handle it, I was telling these people. And then when it actually happened, I got like 20 messages from people said, I'm so glad I listened to you because you, you helped us to prepare. And then I got a bunch of messages from people said, I wish I would listen to you. I thought you were crazy. I said, I'm not crazy now. You could listen to me. I know. I, they listen to me now. I've tried to tell my family things and they just think I'm crazy. Never listen to me. And then I'm like, I just had to stay silent because I just get yeah. berated. and Yeah, you're speaking on deaf ears, right? Yeah. And it's yeah. like, well, all right, then I'm not going to talk to you about things. That... Yeah, when the pandemic hit, we already had three years worth of, pa of uh, toilet paper. <laughs> you got it all before everyone else. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Good I wasn't idea. waiting in no fucking lines. <laughs> Angel's like, hey, go get the toilet paper. I was paper. laughing at everybody, wiping my yeah. ass at the same time. Yeah, I mean, I. so you didn't get the shot, right? No. Why would I do that? Okay. No, good. Okay, good. I didn't either. Everyone around me, give me a shot. Give me three shots. Give me an extra. Give me all the boosters. Like, They're oh, still getting shots. Goodness gracious. Yeah. Don't do that. I remember just, just before they were putting out the shots, before the pandemic came out, there was this big thing going on over in New York where all these parents were like, I'm not getting my kid this shot for go to school and all this stuff. And then the pandemic came out and now everybody's got the fucking shot. So. It's horrible. It's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, am I, because I got sick um, just this past month. I was like spitting up black stuff. And I'm like, maybe since I didn't get the shot, they're, what they did is everyone that got the shot, they're going to survive. And then everyone that didn't get the shot is going to die. No. <laughs> you know? <laughs> no. Well, it doesn't. Again, it doesn't make a difference. I don't care if you fall off the top of a building, get hit by a car, COVID, or a suicide. Everyone's going to die. Yeah. So, okay, suicide is uh, not bad. Yeah. Then. Oh, no. Everybody wants you to think it is. Uh, you you can't when a soul is being called home to heaven. That's it. You can't do anything about that. A, a doctor can't say he can, you know, mend your wounds, but he can't save the soul. No one can. Yeah, because everyone's like suicide. But I've always been not so much pro suicide, but if it's your if you want to do it, right. that's your choice. That yeah. is your decision. Yeah, I, I love the people who say, "Oh, I'm a survivor of attempted suicide." Well, how many times did you attempt? Oh, six times. Really? No, you're an attention whore. That's what you are. You're looking for attention. Now, the, there is no survival of attempted suicide. Nobody attempts suicide. You either do it or you don't, and that's it. And if you're not doing it, you're just seeking attention. That or I mean, I've I've known a couple of people. One lady, she's tried to cut her throat. Um, well, she did cut her throat. She survived, and it's like, yikes! That's pretty intense. No one really survives life. You just go until you don't go. You wake up in a baby body, and you go until the body ends. I mean, you'll still continue to go. It just depends on where you go from here. You either cross over or you walk around here. Not everything that walks around here is evil, because I see dogs and cats. There's no such thing as a rainbow bridge. Sorry, people. There just isn't. <laughs> and not everyone thinks, not everything crosses over because not everything understands that has, it has died. I mean, I see horses walking around grazing. Why are they grazing? Because that's what they were doing before they died. So yeah. this is what they're used to doing. I have spirit have said to me, am I dead? Yes, you are. Now walk into the light. But they're sometimes afraid to. I, I had two guys in front of me and I, was, I could see them plain as day. And I'm not sure what nationality they were, but anytime a spirit talks to me, I hear it as English. If I hear a dog talks to me, I hear it as English. It's just I know other mediums that don't have that because they just don't. But not everybody's like me, but uh, I get it. So, uh, but these two guys were in front of me, and one guy said he sees my light, and he goes, he goes, I'm going to go in. 
And the other guy said, ah, I can't go. And he said, why not? He goes, well, I tried to murder two people. And he said, oh, well, that's too bad. He goes, I'm going in. See you. And he jumped in. And a big flash of light went off in my bedroom. And uh, and then I said to him, I said, hey, buddy. I said, you can cross over anytime you want to. And he looked at me. I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a voice coming out of the light. My name's Daniel. I said, I'm here to cross you over. Do you want to cross over? And he said, I don't feel comfortable. I said, but you can go. I said, he said, but I killed two people. I said, yeah, but those people were meant to die. Everyone dies. You have to understand that. I mean, you're dead. So everyone else dies as well. I said, so just walk in. But he didn't feel comfortable. I said, well, you don't have a lot of time to do that. And he said, what do you mean? He said, I'm okay. I said, you're okay for now. I said, but this world, earth is going to come to an end. And when it does, God's going to come back one more time. And he's going to ask everybody who hasn't crossed over to cross over. And if they don't, then your soul will actually die. And he was like, really? I said, yeah, really. He said, how do you know that? I said, how do you think I fucking know that? You see my light, don't you? Right. I'm talking to you right now. Do you know why he sees my light? Why is that? Because, <clears throat> like I said, when you stand up out of your body, you look down, you see your body, you go, hmm. take a step to the left, you look to the right, and there's a light that's going to turn on for you as well. That's your personal light. Everyone gets one. And that's the light everyone's afraid of. But, no. The, the light that they're afraid of is the actual light into heaven. There's one light that shines all the time. This actual light that shines all the time is the light into heaven, but it is actual physical. It's a soul in here in this physical world, in a body. Just like so, you leave and you go home. You're you've been back, you know, twenty seven times. You keep coming back. You're on number twenty eight. So, this soul does not go home. This soul has been here since the beginning, since the beginning of time here for this place. And what happens is when it's in a body and that body terminates, another one is automatically born for that for that soul and it just jumps into that one and keeps going and going and going and going and going. But, also, but we don't have a choice so, of what body Well, we that's you. Into. That's you. Now, th this one, it goes into another body automatically every time. And then, see, when, when spirit is around, when we're around spirit, you know, they can hear everybody talking. There's 7.5 billion of us, you know, it gets to be like static, like when we were kids watching TV and it turns into snow. You know, they can hear all that, but they can they can tune it out. This other voice coming from the soul that's in the body, they cannot tune it out. Again, the light has to be seen. So that's why it's here all the time. It doesn't go home. It just jumps into another body uh, when it's born. And then it also has to be heard. So when it's speaking, they have to be able to hear it so they can see it and hear it because it is the beacon of light for all souls. It is the portal for all souls. And that soul is me. So here's a question. All right. So I we know Poltergeist, the movie, right? Yeah, it's a movie. It's a movie. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah. Do you know what that movie does? Sell tickets. Yes, absolutely. In the scene, Maybe though, money. when, what's her name? Zelda Rubenstein. She tells uh, the girl. The midget? Um, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Zelda. Oh, yeah, did, I, did, I, did I offend somebody? Sorry, I meant to say Munchkin. Yeah, there you go. So in the Poltergeist, obviously it's a movie, but when she's telling uh, Heather O'Rourke, go towards the light, go towards the light, what is that signifying? It signifies me. The, the light is me. Okay. My, my soul has been here that many times. My soul has been here since the beginning of time. That light. That's the light she's telling her to go to. Which is going to the bring light your... that shines all the time for all souls to go. So in that case, because the light's not bringing her to heaven or anything, it's bringing her back into this realm. That was a movie. No, yeah, that was a movie. They wanted her to go home to heaven. Only one way. Just a movie. Complete bullshit. Do you think Heather O'Rourke, uh, the her manner of death was true? 
what they said happened? Well, I'm asking. Something in her stomach. Uh, no. It was something a little more sinister. Correct. Yeah, that's what I thought. And I guess we people need to know now. Um, because I what I've read, what I've heard, um, is that Heather O'Rourke was obviously she was sexually assaulted, raped, um, as Correct. a child for Correct. a few years, um, by the director. Correct. Um, and whoever else was part of it. Yeah. Um, then they said that all of a sudden she died from a bowel perforation or no. something. Her, 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 the, her colon was super small all of a sudden. No. And it's like, that's not even accurate. How can you guys even say yeah. this? You're lying about it. So as you're asking, talking about each and everything, I'm being touched on my face for yes and no answers. When you said, is the colon really small? I'm being touched. No. no. And was she, was she sexually assaulted? Yes. yes. And by, was it by the director? Yes. Yes. But again, these are just listen. the the soul does not feel any of that. The soul is witnessing everything. It is learning and learning the human experience of that. So, so is that child? But that child, when that child does die, again, that child still is still themselves. They still could feel that pain of, oh well, this was horrible to me and stuff like that, and may not cross over. So, uh, but but again, it's about learning lessons. You you have to go past what doesn't work for you and say, you know what, I, I'm tired of that place and I'm dead now. I think I'll, I see a light. I guess I think I should go there. I'll go there. But it is a choice. There are many souls walking around who are just feeling miserable. I mean, Michael Jackson, he's still here. He hasn't crossed over into the lake. He's walking around asking people to help him solve his murder. What point does it make? He's gone. He's not coming back. Yeah. Elvis. But they don't, they don't get that because... When you stay here as an earthbound spirit, this low energy place, you're still holding on to your pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all that stuff that you had as a human. But it was your lesson to learn to get past all of that. Yeah, because they get so used to this Not realm and the people that they loved, everything, uh, objects, yeah. consumerism. Yeah, yeah. I have to tell people all the time, please do not put up these roadside graves because what you're doing is you're keeping someone from going to heaven. Yeah, you're pretty much anchoring them. Because you put these items there and they get, they go, oh, that's my thing, and they want to stay there with it. Man, people it's like graveyards. People are that stupid. Yeah. So even every graveyard, like cemeteries, just having a tombstone. What, what good is it? It's not good. I, mean, I don't know. It's not good. We're just it's we're a rock fertilizer. <laughs> it's a rock garden. That's yeah. what it is. It's yeah, a, it's mean, a garden just... with rocks in it. It's got a dash on it. Then that it's got the year you were born and the year you passed away with a little dash in between it. Don't let that dash be the marker of your life. You be the marker. Let everybody know who you were and what you did in this world. That not just what's on a stone. Absolutely true. Because a stone is nothing. It's a rock <laughs> that someone else sold you. You know, like you know, like the, like the things we uh, we value in this world. We value. Um, Money and, and, and gold and diamonds, you know. Mm -hmm. You've heard of them. They're called rocks and paper. We place value on it. What we don't place value is the true value in this world, ourselves. Because without ourselves, that rocks and paper wouldn't have any value without it being in your hand. That is just fascinating. Just fascinating stuff. People just don't get it. <laughs> All right, so you, do you use tarot cards? No, I don't do any. I don't do anything uh, don't substitutions. Do anything like I don't. I don't have. I don't have any crutches to lean on. Okay. I, I, I get everything told to me, uh, and when people ask me questions, I get touched. Like I said, yes and no. So if someone's sitting in front of me and I'm doing a reading from them, they're asking me questions, I get the answer. Sometimes they just think it, and as soon as they start to think it, I get the answer because they are connected to everyone as well as we are connected to each other. Now, is that also connected to the Akashic record? 
Um, yeah, you know, what do you need the Akashic Records for still? Again, people people do the Akashic Records because they want a story about themselves that they can tell someone else. In the same way where, where they do with past life regression. Oh, I want to know. Well, maybe if I was, I can find out if I was related to a king or a queen. And then I say to them, oh, so you want to be related to someone who stood on the backs of other people, torturing them and yeah. murdering them for their own power and greed. Is that what you want to do? And that would, is that what you want to be connected to? And they say, oh, well, I never thought of it that way. I say, yeah, let it the fuck go. Because it's not important. Because what you did with 100 years ago was not important. What's important is what you do now. Because if your previous life was so important, you would have fulfilled your purpose. And you wouldn't be here right now. So knock it off, you piece of shit. Because what do you have in common with the other 7.5 billion people on the face of this earth? They've all been to heaven. They all had to yeah. come back just like you. So what does yep. that make everyone? Now, I've heard equal. that, like, the, you know, the... Pop, the famous families like the Clintons, the Bushes, the Rockefellers, the, the Rothschilds, all these people. They're famous because we make them famous. Right, but what I'm, what I'm saying is... We allow them to be famous. I don't give a shit about the King, king oh, or Queen no, of England. No, they're, they're, not even, they're not even British. <laughs> Their ancestry isn't even British. Yeah, I, mean, yeah. I don't care about the president. Fuck I mean, no. I lived in Delaware, so I met that guy. He was a, uh, He's a piece of shit. And I'm not, I'm not judging him. He's just a piece of shit. Because Why? Why is anyone that way? Because they choose to be that yeah. way. Sociopaths. And, that, and he can change that choice if he wants to, but he doesn't want to. So again, that's not me judging him. If you're a piece of shit, it's because you're just a piece of shit. Change. So, yeah, absolutely. I agree 100%. So this is what I've, I was reading into is that these people, these families, rich families, whatever, prominent families that rule the world, whatever, they're connected. They know this knowledge. And so they they know that they're going to come back in the same family, like they can set that up. And that's why these families are always in power. That's why these people continuously, like, like, what is it? Like 13 families that rule the world basically. And they're always, yeah, when you, um, when you look at all the, all the real laws in this world, if you go back and look at the original law, it's all these thou's and these, all the English law that was, you know, back in the 12, 1300s and all that. It's, it still exists today. And that's why people can't figure out the law because they can't figure, figure it out. The ones who do figure it out are the ones who, whose families were here for, and wrote them. And this is what you know what is near. This is what you know is this. And this is what you know. And just keep going. Man. And there are people out there who want to be kings. How do we do that? How do we, how do we get it back? We take it back. We stand up and say, this is enough. If only we had enough people. I mean, they tried that on January <laughs> 6th. Yeah. Yeah. When that was that was a that was a uh, that was a trial run. Oh, it's going to happen again. Same with the you know the pandemic, yeah. the scandemic. That's going to happen again. Yeah. Um, yeah. How do they? How does the W E W H O and all that stuff know exactly that they keep saying? Well, you know, there's another one coming. How the fuck do they know it? They know it because they are the ones who are causing yes. it. No one no one reads between the fucking lines. Yep. They know all this stuff because they are the ones who are planning it. Problem, action, solution. They create the problem. They see the reaction. They they make a solution to get us to be like, oh, yeah, we need you. Thank you. Yeah, right. Absolutely. Ugh. Yeah, Absolutely. I'm, I'm waiting no. for this next one to come because <laughs> even Fauci was like, yeah, this next one's going to be 10 times worse. Yeah, how does he know? How does he know? How does the World Economic because Forum? Because uh, when you have that kind of money, when you have that kind of power, you're in the know. Yeah. Yeah, they know. They know these things because they create yeah, they these things. These things. Yeah, they they keep they keep telling us all the time. Don't we're going to take all your guns away? But they never do it. Why? Well, they want us to go out and kill each other. Yeah, that's see. That's why I think uh, I'm sure you're familiar with all of the migrants coming to the border there. Um, 
I don't know how I live many... 12 miles from Mexico. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. how many you know how many migrants I see through there? Thousands. I don't. Oh, you don't? No, we've been to Mexico. We go to this little sleepy town called Naco. The last time I was there, I saw four people. So my it's take... It's not like it is on TV where I live. No, exactly. So my take on it, it's all a staged thing. You know, it's all just show. Oh, they're letting them in down there. They're, they're, yeah, they're busting we, them I, in. My wife and I watched this guy on um, YouTube uh, called Monkey Works, W-E-R-X, Monkey Works. And uh, he tracks all the um, uh, airplanes and ships and all that stuff that are coming and going and all that stuff. And he shows there's this one company that the, that the government has under contract that that picks them up in Tucson, I live about 70 miles from Tucson, uh, they pick them up in Tucson and then they fly them all over the United States. Uh, uh, over 1.2 million of them have come through on these airplanes. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we, it's, so it's our own government. They say, that, oh, we're trying to keep everybody up. It's our own government that's doing it. So mm-hmm. you know what the only place they're not bringing them? Where I live, <laughs> which is great. <laughs> Absolutely. So again, why would Spirit tell me to come out here? Uh, safe place. Right. Because my population of my town is only 44,000 people. My my county, Cochise County, is 100,000 people. Now, the county is 6,200 square miles. When I lived in Delaware, it was only 2,200 square miles, and it was, was 996,000 people. In the wintertime, I lived near a beach, so in the, winter, in the summertime, it was... Uh, Two million people. It was just mobbed, and we, that's one of the reasons why we got out there. Um, but they told us also, as uh, spirits said, it was no longer safe to live there. Um, so, a million people in the winter time, and this, and this place is three times the size of Delaware in the, in my county, and there's only a hundred thousand people. Man, I, I never see traffic where I live. That must be never. nice. That must be really it's nice. Awesome. I need to never. Move. I mean, I've been up to Tucson a few times, and I've only seen a little bit of traffic, but nothing like back in Delaware. It's horrible. Man, Tucson was, I went there some years ago. Wow, it was uh, pretty hot when I went there. Pretty hot. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's about, um, when in, in Tucson, it's about 110 up there in the summertime. Yeah. Now, back here, down below, I, so I live uh, 20 minutes um, southwest of Tombstone, Arizona. I go there. That's where the party is I'm going to tonight. Oh, nice. <laughs> Down there. Uh, and uh, uh, over there in the summertime, I mean, we had about six or seven weeks in a row. It was 100 degrees. But there's no humidity here, so you're not sweating your ass off the whole time. It's it's beautiful. It's hot, but yeah, you go out, you drink a lot of water, and you make sure you're hydrated, and you're okay. Yeah, I do like the heat more than cold. I'll take heat over cold any yeah. day. Yeah, I was riding my motorcycle yesterday. Six, 60 degrees. I'm going to ride it tomorrow. Oh, man. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, it's beautiful. And mountains everywhere. It's beautiful. But there is desert. I mean, the place that I'm going tomorrow, from here to where I'm going, there's nothing in between. Just land. Nothing. Just desert road. Just desert on the side of the road. That's it. So you make sure you got a lot of gas and a lot of water. See, yeah. It, <laughs> a lot of water, man. It astounds me, though, because, like, you know, everyone's like, oh, it's so, world is so overcrowded, this and that, when they, you, you take fit the no. whole world in, in the border of, of Alaska. But you just fly over, say, Utah or Nevada or something. There's so much emptiness. Yeah, there's so, so much emptiness much here. Emptiness. There's so much emptiness here. 
And why is that? Why are we being lied to about that? Uh, again, <laughs> so they keep telling everybody here. Uh, I know people here. Um, they're moving out of here all the time. Uh, we're afraid of the water shortage. Oh, I've been here two years. There has a, I, I take a shower every day. There's water no problems. Shortage. That's the next yeah. thing they're going to be using on us. Water shortage. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And what's the other one? We're going to have the alien disclosure. Then they're going to say, oh, it's we have a lack of water. And they're just always up to something. Always up to something. I see. I see aliens every day. What do you think angels are? They don't look like people. So let's get into that. Let's get into when that. When I see them, when I see archangels in front of me, I see eight-foot prey mantises standing in front of me. And I see them standing completely around me in a circle. When The way that they answer me— um, they actually showed this to me like uh, about two months ago because um, I asked them, I said, well, I know you the way you touch me, that's the way you communicate with me, can, but can you show me how you do it? So then in when I close my eyes, I mean, I don't even really have to meditate anymore. They just show me pictures of everything. I was just watching something earlier. Uh, <laughs> when my wife and I were watching TV, I closed my eyes and it was, it was already playing, so I just watched it. Um, awesome. But uh, they showed me like it almost looked like a body snatcher movie. Okay, so so just picture me standing here, and to my back, right up against my back, is an eight foot prey mantis, and his chest is up against my back, and then his his arms and tentacles and all that stuff are completely surrounding me, and then when I get an answer, it just comes across that so they're just touching me. So that's what it looks like. So he's he's got me like a like I'm. In a cocoon, he's the cocoon, and I'm surrounded by them. And then I have others who are in front of me who, when they when they tell me things, that uh, comes into my mind. It, it don't, now I used to be able to differentiate a lot of it, but I can't now because it's so much. It's ninety percent of the time, so it's my own thought now. But I will say they will tell me something, and I'll just say, "Did you just say that?" And then they'll touch my face to, to as, as a you know confirmation of it. So, uh, so they stand in front of me, but. I have so many of them that answer me. I get, you know, 50 different touches. So they're because they're, you know, transparent that they just, the one will just come through the other one and they just be there to answer me because it's, there's no space and time. It's, it's like that. So, so it's, yeah, but that's what I see. But I see eight foot prey mantises there. I mean, there's one I have that her name is Helen. She was a, um, a human at one time. Um, and, uh, so I still see her face, but I see all kinds of things that don't look human. They, some of them look humanoid, but, uh, but they are absolutely what we would refer to as aliens. These, these ones just don't have bodies anymore. So is praying mantis the only thing you've seen or are there other, cause I know there are like 70 something species. No, <laughs> no, no, man. I, uh, like when I go to bed at night, uh, so I'm, I'm completely um, protected by archangels, so I can walk into any haunted house and nothing negative can touch me, okay? Um, so uh, regular energies do still come up and touch me. I feel them touching me and stuff like that, and then I close my eyes and see them in front of me, and I ask them, hey, please stop touching me, and my name's Daniel, and I'm here to cross you over, and then I'll do it. Um, but uh, like at, at nighttime, I see them watching over me. But what I see in front of me is like what you would see on the King Kong movie where or the girl's in the hotel, and she sees King Kong, but she sees two big giant eyeballs out in front of the window. Well, I see that. I see these two big eyeballs in my room, 
and they're, and they're scanning. I see the eyeball going up and down and moving side to side and going around. So it's scanning the whole room, scanning me to see if there's any negative energies around me to to protect me from it. And they, they keep me protected. And I still see them all the negative energies all the time. I see the glowing red. When I see that, I know it's a negative energy. And I tell it to go away. Or if you don't go away, I'll get my family here to um, to um, mojo your ass out of here. And then <laughs> they usually don't. And then... Uh, and then I tell them, hey, guys, we get rid of this thing. And then I see these globs of white light come out of nowhere and attack it and make it go away. But, uh, yeah, but I see them around me all the time. But everything I see is not absolutely human by any okay. means. They're just – a lot of them I can't even explain what they look like because there's nothing to equate it right. to. Right. Nothing. I hear that. Yeah. So, it, it, you know, we, we grow up hearing we all have our personal angel along with us. No, you don't. No okay. one has that. <laughs> No, we have we have spiritual guides around us, and spirit guides are people who have people, human people who have crossed over into the light, who have fulfilled their purpose, and they come back and help us in a spiritual way. Where, but but we don't always listen to them. But the way that they do talk to you is like if you're driving in a car and you see a car in front of you, and you say, "I want to go past that car," and you get a gut feeling inside of you, that's your actual soul. But that's them connecting with your soul to let you know, don't pass the fucking car. Intuition. Does everybody does everybody listen to? No, they don't. How do you know when someone doesn't? How do, you, how do you know when they don't listen because you're in the hospital talking to your buddy and, and he says to you, you know, I saw that car in front of me. And then he says this, three words. I just, I just knew. knew. When he says that, that means your soul was talking to you. But he didn't fucking listen. He didn't listen because why? Because the world taught him not to listen. Exactly. Because the world wants to teach you not to have any trust or faith within yourself to do anything for you. Exactly. I just had a previous episode two weeks ago or yet last week maybe. And I was discussing that. It's like we, we've been taught to not trust our instinct, to not trust our gut feelings. Right, right. Our soul. Right, your soul. It's your soul that's guiding you. Everything it, it guides you, it tells you, hey, I need to go here. It's your soul. It's everything it tells you that you turn around and notice something. It's your soul doing it. It's your, it's your soul that runs your body. Not your, your brain doesn't do anything. Your brain only makes little, little parts work. That's it. A little powerhouse. Yeah. Everything, everything that it's inside of you, the person I'm talking to, everything you hold dear and near and dear to you, your values and all that, that is within your soul. It's your soul. Right. How, how, how could that not, not be true? I mean, people, want, people see spirit all the time. Do they have a body? Do they have brains? No. No. There are a lot of people. Like, that's a thing, man. It just seems like there's a lot of people out there that— why are they there? They're just walking around aimlessly, like a like a computer program that's on a I don't know. It just keeps skipping or something. Like these people just go through life with no purpose. Yeah, the 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 well, the the ones who are, are earthbound, there there's no place to go. I see it all the time because it's like I'm standing on a balcony looking down, and I just see all these people, and I see I see like a sort of land, but no buildings or trees or anything. And just thousands and thousands, thousands of people walking. And they're just walking to nowhere. There's nowhere to go. But a lot of them stay in groups so they can stay away from the negative energies who try to suck their energy off of them. And if they can't get enough energy from them, they come to an, our, our place and suck it off pieces of shit around Sounds here. like the government. It sounds like every political party that's <laughs> ever been formed. Well, where do you think they learn it from? Exactly. So that brings me to a point like – um. Again, the movie They Live, right? We're talking about aliens and uh Oh, the one with uh, Rowdy uh, Rowdy Piper. Rowdy Piper, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rowdy Piper, yes. He puts Pretty the awesome, glasses man. on. I, I, I that saw movie. that in the movie theater, man. Oh, <laughs> that would have been great. Yeah, it's awesome. I watched that when I was a kid and I was like, This is incredible. Yeah. But uh, is that do you think do you think government officials or people, whatever there are lizard people? 
Everyone talks about lizard. So in other words, are you, you're asking me, do you think that actually goes on? The yeah. answer is correct, yeah. So there are lizards. They don't, so there, there are others that mix in with society that look pretty close to human, but there's something about them that's a little bit different. Yes. Yeah, they're just, yeah, they, they have been here for a long time. I mean, <clears throat> we've been here for a long time. We've been here for a lot longer. We were not, this was not our first try. We were at another place. You've heard of it. It's called Mars. I mean, they just did a study on that place where they tested the ground there, and they found an element within the ground that only occurs when there's a nuclear explosion. Yes, I have so, heard that. So uh, we destroyed that place. Now we're at this place. This place is coming to an end. It's in my book. Uh, but um, the end is 2332. Oh, man. See, the, the, my, the title of my book is The New Beginning. <clears throat> That's not about me. That's about everyone else. That's the new place, the new beginning. 2033? 2332 32. is the end here. Yeah. Oh, boy. But it's the new beginning in another place. Uh, I just, so I was asking them about this because I didn't, I, again, I didn't, they told me to write the book, so I did. Um, they gave me the title for the book. They told me to put 2332 in there. That's the end. I said, okay. And I, but I just, uh, after the book came out, I was like, why is that the end and what's the new beginning? And then they put it into my mind. I'm not a freaking mathematician. I'm just not. I'm just a guy who is connected. Um, 2332. So if you take 2332, you take the 23, you add it together, that makes five. You take the 32 and you add it together, it makes five. You add five and five together, that makes 10. If you turn it around, that makes zero, one, the new beginning. So in other words, when this place comes to an end, a new place will start. What kind of place? Is that like a this. huge nuclear explosion taking out the world again? A great reset? Uh, yeah, basically. Well, well, okay. it's it's a reset because we're destroying this place. We, we point rockets well, at each yeah. other. Come on. Yeah, that's gonna. Absolutely. It's gonna. Uh, there's eventually some. Somebody's gonna go. Click. Yep. It's bound to happen. It's human nature. Yeah. It's going to happen when you have psychopaths in power holding all these buttons. What are they going to do eventually? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> eventually, you know, it it's not. Co it's common sense. It's not. Yeah. A, it's not a mystery. Yeah, it's not a mystery. We either. destroy ourselves right. because we we just don't know better. We're like a cancer that just destroys everything in our path. Correct. Yeah, we're, we're the, the the Garden of Eden is not just one place. It's the entire world. That's the Garden of Eden, uh, and we're destroying that place. Look, we we've, we've been what burning. Coal and oil for like 140 years now. Look what we've done since we started burning it. It's it's horrible. We're, we're not slowing down. We, we got these Tesla cars that run on a giant battery. That's not a Tesla car. No, and all that mineral, man, just to get the minerals to make the battery alone, it takes up more resources than a regular, just making a regular automobile. Right, or all the heavy metals it takes to produce uh, solar panels. Yeah. You think that's good for the environment no. either? No. No. Nope, none of it is, no, man. We're destroying it. it. It's just we're destroying this place. We're we're killing it. It angers me. But you know, that's okay. We're all gonna die anyway, and we're all gonna go it's true. one place or the other. That's true. I know where I'm going, but where are you going? I get to go home and go on a big vacation. Ah. I'm, this I'm this light thing. I'm the portal for all souls. I so wanna go home. I'm, yeah, well, it's your choice to go home. All, all you gotta do is when you wake up out of your body, you're gonna know it. You're gonna see a light in front of you. Just walk in. And I try to keep that in the forefront of my mind. So when you know I do pass, it's always there. Then I'm thinking, okay, yes. just know that this is going to come, yes. and this I don't want to come back here. Yes, and I, I, absolutely. And but but you have to fulfill the purpose true. in order to not come back. Yes. Here. 
So as long as you're not... Um, I'm just tired, man. You'll, this... you'll, no, you'll get it done. Life is hard. <laughs> I'm, I'm right there with you. I'm right. I'm right there with you. I'm. I'm. I. I'm. I'm still going out and trying to help as many people as I can, and that's why I, I go out and do festivals and do readings and stuff like that, and do personal readings. And and I mean, I even try to help people in a way where a woman contacted me today, and she said, "I, I think I need a reading, and I'm I'm having some strange things go on and stuff like that." And I didn't. I told her, I said, "I don't want you to have to spend that kind of money." for just some information I think you need. So I, I guided her to, um, to watch my podcast on, on YouTube. And I said, if you watch that, I think you'll find the answers without having to spend a bunch of money to, just to try to get a reading with me. Because I'm, I said, I'm basically telling her in a nice way, you're going to waste your time and waste your money on something you could just watch my videos and I talk about these things and it'll, it'll educate you. But um, I don't know she's... <laughs> She's hell bent on it. I mean, <laughs> yeah, right. No Don't pun, go to but, <laughs> but uh, yeah, but 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 she's yeah. She keeps emailing me back, but I think I need a ring. I was all right. Well, that's if what she you wants need to, to do. spend the money, yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's not a lot of money. It's only a hundred and thirty bucks, and uh, and uh, oh wow, and I usually end up talking to them for about two to two and a half hours. I mean, I'm pretty cheap as far as other media. Yeah, I I've heard four or five hundred dollars an hour, and then. If you go 10 minutes early, they start charging you again. I don't. I'm just, if it goes longer, I, it's no big deal. I just want to make sure they get the information they need. And it is time, you know, it is your time to help people. I mean, yeah. a lot of people are like, why are you charging? You shouldn't be charging if you want to help people. It's like, well, I mean, it is. It's time. Yeah. They're not paying. They're not paying for the reading. They're paying for me to, exactly. to take the time to give them the reading. Exactly. And and why should I be charged? Well, because I have to I have to walk around in this world too. Gas does cost money, so, I, but that's why I don't charge so much. You know, I'm just trying to help everybody, but it does take the time out of my day. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not like preparing like crazy, like sitting around going, oh, I don't have to do any of that stuff. <laughs> I'm always connected; it never turns off. I'm always, I when I wake up in the morning and I'm going to take some, my medication. Literally, I I will pick up a bottle of pills and look at it, and they say. No. I, I go, no, oh, okay. I put that pill down. Next one, no. Next one, yes. Pop it up and take the pill. That's how I live my life. Everything. And I do that in order so that I can be here to do this for other people. Other people could do the same thing, but they just fucking don't. You know, they want that quick fix answer. They want that, you know, am I going to win the lottery type of bullshit? And Oh, God. No, you, winning the lottery is not about winning. It's about what you do with it. If you take the money and spend it all on yourself, well, guess who's coming back again, you piece of shit? It's about taking, it's about taking some of that money and helping others who, who need it more than you do. So that's what it's about. But. And a lot of those millionaires, the people that win the lotteries, they just their lives go to shit because they don't know how to – they get yeah, all they that don't know power how to handle all of a sudden. They don't know how to, how to do it. Yeah, and they just – like for me, I've always thought, if I win the lottery, if I win the lottery – I would spend probably most of that to build. I mean, because home, uh, yeah, homeless. There's so many issues, yeah. but homelessness. Why can't communities just build some apartments for yeah. homeless people? My mom and my, my my wife and I would my mom my my wife and I would do the same thing. We would start a foundation and uh, uh, help as many homeless vets as we could. Exactly, especially vets, man. Yeah, it's it, it's sad and children, children. Holy crap! Get them away from CPS. Get them away from the government, please. Get away from the government. The government does not need kids. Yeah, like right now we got the what's this? Uh, the governor of Texas is taking all the immigrants and he's just busting them everywhere. 
kids and all this stuff. They don't care. No, man. And I've, because oh, I do a lot of research into, you know, the Pizza Gate type of thing and all of that government pedophilia, all these different groups that have been caught. And people are like, that doesn't happen. Snopes, all yeah. these fact checkers. Like, that's not true. It's like, you guys are fucking idiots yeah. to believe Snopes. Yeah. That's why Jeffrey Epstein was able to do what he was doing. He's friends with all those people. They don't want their name coming out on that list, you know? So. No, that's why Dick Durbin's blocked it. But luckily, we're going to get 70 oh, names of the low, low, yeah, low hanging fruit that. that nobody cares about. Yeah. You know, follow the money and you, that goes up to the highest. Like, okay, the not the finders, Um, the Franklin scandal in the 80s, right? That legitimately by government officials said this goes to the highest level, meaning George W. Bush Walker, the president of the United States at the time. Yeah, completely involved. Yeah. Reagan, oh, completely involved. This is the uh, this is uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Oprah. Yes. Yeah, billionaires. Yes. This is uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, the guy um, dipshit at uh, Windows. Oh, Bill Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates. Bill Gates, Qual Schwab, everything. Bill Bill Gates is out there making policy. He's not an elected official. Why is he doing that? He's got money. That's why. That's why you see people we, like George Soros, these 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 political influencers. Um, who else, man? They uh, can't remember their names, but they go to the WEF and they oh, yeah, basically WEF. yeah they make the rules and they're not. I've even never heard of the WEF or the WHO until the pandemic. Never heard of them. Most people don't know what the uh, World Economic no. Forum people, World Health Organization, all these. You know why I've never heard of them? Because it's not important in my life. Yeah, I don't pay attention. I don't watch the news. I haven't watched the news in six years. Oh, I, I don't watch the no. news. I don't watch the news. Uh, I get my information through verified individuals yeah. and, and me too. independent journalism. Yeah, me too. And that's and my all the information comes out to be yeah. true. Like conspiracies end up to be true. Yeah. You know, it's a again, CIA developed the term conspiracy theorists after JFK was murdered by the government. And they had to discount that all the people who were talking about it. Oh, yeah. They had oh, let's make conspiracy theories. It wasn't it wasn't no, one guy no, in a magic that bullet. That's for sure. Not. It was a huge system. A lot hmm. of people, just like 9-11, there are so many different little groups that independently work, and this group doesn't know what this group's doing, and this group doesn't know what this group's doing, but they all have a purpose. They're they're trying to do they're trying to do the same thing with, with Trump that they did with uh, JFK. They're trying to get rid of him yeah. because he's too good. He he's can't not be like controlled. Them, he's not so. a politician. He is right. a businessman. Even at that time, uh, JFK was trying to bring out the whole uh, um, thing about UFOs, and uh, they were they were not having it. So got rid of them. And he wanted to break apart. I don't know if it was a CIA or something oh, like yeah. that. The, he was like, "We need to end this." There's a lot of shit going on in the government that the, I the am CIA, going to put an end to. The CIA just admitted that they <clears throat> they have a base down in Florida. And this is where they keep a lot of the UFOs, and they have uh, bodies down there. They they just admitted it that they are in control of the whole thing, and they are they also admitted to the fact that they are hiding it from everybody because they're not going to let us see it because they want to remain in control and power. Yeah, how we, do we take that back? We just everyone asks that. Well, what do we do? Well, how do we do this? Ah, uh, man, it's I don't have an answer to that. Stop voting. Stop <laughs> yeah, I've never voting. voted once in my life. Is if everyone stopped voting, they would have to all leave office. Stop voting. I hate you because you're red. You hate me because I'm blue. No, they don't. They all love each other. And they want us to believe that we are part of it. But we are not part of it. 
I mean, there's no way that there's no way that Joe Biden got 80 million votes. There's no way he didn't. No. And I'm not a Trump. They didn't want they didn't want Trump in anymore, so they got rid of him. I, I've never voted in my life, and I'm I don't I don't like Trump. I don't definitely don't like Biden. But man, what Trump did to the whole system? Like, just look at what happened when he was in office. I mean, things are he's changing. not exactly a, a good guy, a great guy either, too. I mean, he was a businessman, so he did stop step on a lot of backs and all that stuff. But but he's better than these politicians. Exactly They're all my just point, shit. man. And it's like, yeah, vote yeah. for the lesser of two evils. In my opinion, seeing this guy, Trump, I mean, he's an entertainer. He's a businessman. He had his own reality TV show. How many? I don't know, two of them or something. But yeah, that totally disrupted the homeostasis. He had a roast on Comedy Central. They roasted him. It was funny. <laughs> yeah, that was a great roast. That was a great roast. <laughs> and like, what's going to happen now? I mean, he's still on the ballot, even facing, what, 91 felonies or whatever it is. Um, he's still on the ballot. Maine kicked him out. Who else kicked him off? Colorado kicked him off the ballot. I think, I think Arizona tried, but then it was appealed. And so he's still on the vote there. But who is it? Who is they who have kicked him off the ballot? Because I live in Arizona and I didn't do it. No, you didn't. It's like uh, the governor. Right. The governor decides, even though they can't, they cannot take no. the person off the vote, man. They cannot. This is, this is, again, them just trying to force their power and control over you. And they want you to believe that they can do it, you know? Just like the ATF wants to... The ATF wants you to believe that they have power and they can make you stop buying guns and all that mm -hmm. stuff. That's a lie. They can't. It's all it's all bullshit. It's all bullshit. All of it is. Yeah. It's just a staged. The world is a stage. Yes, it is. And this, but the whole world, the stage of this world, is us here to learn this lesson to, for us to figure it out. I mean, uh, my biggest message is that I tell people is we all live on the same planet. No one's going anywhere anytime soon, so we better start to get along with each other before we annihilate each other. That's the lesson we are here to learn. So everything that's happening is meant to happen. But what's, what the, the learning of that lesson is, is for us to get through it and recognize, okay, this is what's going on now, but how do we get through it? We got to get through it. We don't want to do this anymore. We got to change it. That's what we got to do. Change it for something better for the common good of everyone. So everything that does, that's the same thing that happens in your life. It's happening because it's meant to happen, but it's up to you to learn to get through it and how you get through it. You can either get through it one way by being a scaredy cat and doing nothing the rest of your life, <laughs> or <clears throat> you make some serious change and try to make it for the better. So that everything that's going on, you know, everything that's happened in your life is meant to happen. It's just, you know, do I take a left turn or do I take a right turn? Which, which is, and my, my gut's telling me to take a left turn. Well, take the left turn then. But don't listen to everyone else telling you you should take a right turn because they don't know you. You it's know you. It's really difficult because it seems like it is good versus evil here, right? It's like, I think the majority of just the average person understands how evil the government is. And I just, I think the majority of people don't understand the yeah. law. And that, that is the number one problem. Because we can't right. hold the government right. accountable if we don't know the laws that state that they're doing something illegal. It's not hard. <clears throat> just look at the Constitution. <laughs> They've broken every goddamn amendment in that Constitution. Every single one. Right. But what... what... Do we need to be sitting here and 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 uh, going no. through all the laws? Though no, I know I know what the law means. The law means that they are in control of us. They are keeping us under their thumb, and that's not what they are meant to be doing. So they are no matter what they say, they are all breaking the law. 
But the only reason they are breaking that law is because, well, they created those laws and they know how they work and yeah. we don't. Yeah. So it, it's we got to get to a point where we say, you know what, we do need a reset. But a reset is, isn't using the same, I hate to say it, it's not about using the same constitution. We use everything. It's about starting over. Yeah, I agree. And we need to start over. I agree. We're not, we're not getting it right. You know, We've been doing this for, what, 300 years now, and it's still not, it still hasn't changed. It's gotten worse. So we need to change the entire system. People need to learn to learn to stand up and and, st- and say something. They just don't. My my wife and I were at a, a an HOA meeting one time oh, back in fun. Delaware. <laughs> oh yeah, that that was a fun one. And uh, there there was this one family who lived in our, our place where we all lived. And the ma- the guy who used to be the mayor of my town lived there, and another previous mayor lived there, and they were all on the board. <clears throat> and uh, this girl, she wanted to. Uh, uh, her mom and dad wanted to get a swimming pool put up for their daughter because their daughter had lost her best friend when she was 10 years old, committed suicide right in front of her. Okay, so this girl had some mental issues going on. But swimming made her relax and get away from everything. So they brought. They said, well, we can't vote on that now. And somebody else said, actually, yes, you can. You have a quorum, so you can all vote on that right now. You just have to decide to vote on it. And we and everybody here thinks you should do that. And they said, Oh, okay. Well, we'll do that. And they got into a circle and then they come out and they said, uh, what's your, what's your vote? And each person went down the line. One guy said, yes. The other one said, no. Okay. They said, no. And they said, why not? They said, well, that's because we voted it that way. You don't have to know the reason. And, 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 but the, the bad part was, is when they said no, and everybody was like, oh, these people were sitting on the table laughing. Unreal. And then they, at the end of the meeting, they said, "Does anybody else have anything to, today?" And and I and I said, oh, "Yeah, I do." I said, uh, "I said uh, not that it's going to make a difference or anything, but uh, every one of you, I pointed right to the one guy, and I said, "You?" I said, "You know what you are?" I said, "You're a, you're a piece of fucking shit." I said, "You're a piece of shit, and you're a piece of shit, and you're a piece of shit." I said, and the same thing. I said, "I'm not judging you. You just are a piece of shit because this little girl is suffering." And you don't fucking care to the point where I watched you up here laughing about it. That's fucking horrible. And you don't fucking care. I said, but you're going to fucking care because if you keep fucking laughing about it, I'm going to jump, come over to that table and I'm going to kick your fucking ass. <laughs> and nobody here is going to stop me because everyone knows that you're a piece of shit. I said, and you know what you're not going to do? And he looked at me and I said, you're not going to do a fucking thing about it because you are that. And everybody here fucking knows you are. But I'm the better man because I'm just going to walk away knowing that I don't have to do that because no matter what I say or do, you're not going to change because you're a piece of shit. I said, so have a great night, you fucking piece of shit. I said, you're all fucking pieces of shit. This guy here, good guy. (laughs) You, every one of you. And I said, you live two two doors down from me. So every time that I see you when I go out my house, I'm going to stare at you and you're going to know that I'm thinking you're a piece of shit because yeah. you are a piece of fucking shit. So don't ever fucking say hi to me. You don't have to say hello, nothing, because you're a piece of shit. Let them know. Have a great day. Got up and walked out. Everybody clapped and we just we walked out. But that's what we have to do. We have to stand up to them. If we don't stand up to them, we're just standing on the sidelines at a football game going, oh, that's my team. It ain't your fucking team because you're not in the, you're not fucking playing. Everybody wants to sit around and go, oh, we need to do this and we do do that. But none of them are doing anything about it until we stand up and take the power back. And this is, so I mean, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I, I talk to spirit all day and I do all the spirit stuff too, but it, it's, it's about everything. It's about all of us taking the power back of ourselves and going, you know what? We can't live like this anymore because it's not getting us anywhere. And this is what Spirit has sent me to teach us to do, to, to, to basically do the same thing Jesus was telling them, that we don't have to live under the power control of everybody. We can live and take care of each other and live as free men and women and take care of each other and, and share everything. We, because there's enough of everything in, in this world to share, but we have to do it. So hopefully I can motivate enough people to also get this word out. And then when we can all finally get the word together, we can all do it together. But, uh, but until we do it, you might as well just walk around with your pants down, bent the fuck over. Cause that's yeah. what you're doing with a bottle of lube. Just here you go. Yeah. No, no, they're going to dry. They're going to dry run. Yeah, you, man. No lube, no lube. See, and that's <clears> they're going to ask... dry run you. Then they're going to do a fucking dirty Sanchez on you. <laughs> no, no, not the dirty Sanchez. Um, See, I feel bad. I feel like I am not doing enough because I know how bad this world is. I know how shitty these people are. Yeah. And I always say, you know, things need to change. People need to stand up. People need to do things. And it's like, I'm not doing anything. Sure, I have a podcast trying to talk about these things, but I'm not yeah. like physically going out there telling these people that they're going to the governor or whatever. No, but you're you're doing the right thing. Like I'm trying to do is put the word out. That's all. And I think that's what... People, that is what people can do. Yeah. That is the action that needs to be taken. I mean, we can't storm our capital and take over the government. Why not? It's um, our capital. Well, we can. We can. <laughs> but they don't want us to know yeah. that. And it's like the whole January 6th thing was a sham. That wasn't a fucking insurrection. No. That wasn't an attempt to take over no, government. That was, a trial that was run. nothing. That was a setup. Yeah. That was a, such yeah. a just... And here's a fucked up thing, and I I forget his name, but the leader of the Proud Boys, whatever, he wasn't even at January 6th, and he got 20 years, the 22 years, I think, the the most time out of anybody that they've sentenced, and he wasn't even there. I was home. <laughs> Didn't even know what was going on. I, w I would have known what was going on if I had watched the news, because I know the news is bullshit. Why go? Yeah, I had no idea what was happening until it was like, oh, and then, you know, just plastered everywhere insurrection insurrection it's like what <laughs> uh you don't hear about shit happening here everybody carries a gun everybody does you don't have to have you don't have to have a concealed carry to ca carry conceal here in arizona oh really that's you crazy. can you can get it and if you get it you can there's other places you can go that other people can't go with it but uh as long as it's concealed but uh and you, you can when i if i go to a store with my concealed carry, because I have concealed carry, uh, I have control of the, the dead people, not the live ones. So, uh, uh, and I used to work in prison, so, and I had a guy follow me home one time. So, uh, but he saw me somewhere one time and then followed me home from a Walmart the next time. And, <laughs> but, um, so, uh, but here I have a concealed carry. Now I can, people, you gotta get background checks, you gotta get background checks and all that stuff. I'm telling you, man, in Arizona, I walk in, I see what, look around, see what, if I want a gun, I, I, that's the one I want. Okay, blah, blah, blah. He, he brings out the paperwork for the background check. Here's what I do. I fill it out. I sign my name. I say, here you go. He takes it. He looks at it. He checks my license to it, checks my uh, concealed carry permit to it. He makes a copy of that. He puts it with it, and they stick it in a the drawer. They give me the gun. I walk up. I pay for it, and I walk out the door. That's it. Wow. It's that simple. I'm out in 10 minutes. It's that simple. That's crazy. 
They don't, they don't do – they used to – and back in Delaware, even though I had concealed carry, they would call and check and then they'd say it would be about 10, 15 minutes and stuff like that. But every time I did it, it went through because I worked in prison, you know, had great references. Uh, but here, they don't even call. They just put it in a, in a filing cabinet. And if the ATF comes in and wants to check things, they have their they check. check but that's, that's it. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, but that's it. But other than that, they don't call. They don't do anything. They just give me the gun. So this kind of there's something going on now with guns and uh, the illegal immigrants. Um, they're allowing immigrants to purchase weapons legally in the United States yeah. without background yeah, checks. Yeah, they do. It. Well, you know, I mean, I've, I've seen some of the uh, internet news, and I see all these people coming across. And I saw one woman and like hundreds of men, and they're all like in their twenties, you know, of you know, so military age, right. Right. So, and how, why is it happening? Again, everyone listening, it's your government doing it. It is your government doing it. Your government is, is giving them weapons, arming them. They're doing everything. And California just I mean, gave them all free health care. Right. Why, why did Why did they arm the IRS last year? Yeah. Why, why does the IRS need, need weapons? Right. Why do they need weapons for? So, they're, they're planning something. Something's They're planning to something. Yeah. And because we, we touched on this earlier about the migrants coming in and like, what's going on, right? And so they're bringing all these military-aged men yeah. into the United who States. Who can run shipping around, them who have good health. Shipping them everywhere. Except They're going to have Arizona. weapons. <laughs> except for Arizona. Yeah. And, and so people are like, oh, well, a civil war can't happen. True. Like, Americans don't want to kill Americans. So... Let's bring all these illegal immigrants in here. And well, that's not sure. that's not really the case. America, there are a lot of Americans that do want well, to kill true, Americans. Yeah, you know, Democrats want to kill Republicans. Republicans want to kill Democrats, and and the government who is all for themselves want that to happen because why not? Let them all take each other out. And so, like the theory that I'm reading is they're bringing all these illegal migrants. And it's not just Mexicans and and uh, um, Latinos. It's Chinese people. It's Africans. Yeah. they're coming from all Everybody. over the world, and they're just filtering they're coming from through everywhere. Mexico. Yeah. And yeah. so people are saying, well, okay, they're going to arm all of these illegal migrants, and yeah. they're the ones that are going to be able, they're the ones that are going to start a civil war. And so it's going to be Americans versus illegal immigrants. And that's what's going to cause this huge uprising and civil war. Well, we also, we've also had these other red flag events happen, like the like the a couple of years ago, that guy who was stood in the top of the hotel yeah. and killed everybody there in, at the concert yeah. and stuff like that. They somehow he got a, a boatload mm -hmm. of weapons up into his room, but when they got there, they only found one, and uh, and and somehow he had a he had enough ammunition he could kill all those people. Uh, that but his his fingers and hands and stuff like didn't look like he was the guy shooting a whole bunch of uh, ammunition. So so again, the these are things that are planned. This is and then they just make it one guy, you know, like the guy who killed Kennedy. One guy, you know, this is what they do. They and they feed you a bunch of you know false evidence so that everyone will believe it. Yeah, so I heard why did no. he attack that concert because it was a country music concert. Country music, uh, you know, people like country music are generally gun loving patriots, right? Right. So, what better right. place to shoot up than well, a country concert and gun control? That's always been an issue. I don't like country music, but that doesn't mean it. you should go out and kill everybody who's listening to country music. No. I could just listen to the country music and that'll fucking kill me, you know, because it sucks. But, uh, yeah. But uh, the, the, the crime scene photographs of that are very questionable. Um, there's like one casing because he allegedly shot himself in the head with a pistol. 
and there's like one casing that was like completely covered <clears throat> in blood or on top of a pool of blood, which is like, well, that's kind right. of strange. That's kind of strange. How did that happen? It didn't. And how the, the, the police <laughs> stood outside the door for however long hearing the shots and they didn't go in. Like everything is just screwy with that. Same with school shootings, school shootings. Um, nobody yes. wants to talk about Sandy hook. Yeah. And here's my question. Nobody wants to talk about Sandy hook. Right. And people, Alex Jones got ho- hosed for speaking about Sandy hook. Why can't we talk about Sandy hook? But we can talk about Parkland shooting. Why can we talk about all of these other shootings? Columbine, right? All these other shootings are okay. Free game to talk about. But when it comes to Sandy Hook, oh, no, 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 no. You better keep your mouth shut about that one. Why? Because everything in this world is fixed. Everything. All your baseball games, football games, hockey games, everything is fixed. They just want you to believe Mm -hmm. that what's taking place is taking place. But it's not. It's all fixed. Everything that's going on is fixed because why? I mean, we're we're more or less living in this matrix world that they have created for us. They want us to believe. I mean, the the, the big pharmaceuticals, they run this world. But, you know, our politicians don't. They they are just the puppets of the politicians. And Yeah, corporations. But we sit there and we go, oh, oh, then we watch what they're saying. We got to go and protest. And so, you can jump up and down and scream and write letters all you want to. They don't give a shit about you. No. They don't. No. They're not going to change policy just because you don't fucking like it. If that were the truth, then why is gas almost $4 a gallon still? Why is all of our food, you know, the, the we, we were told uh, a year ago that the price of food was going to go up about 60%. No one believed it. Now everyone's going, you know, I, I, I used to be able to get three carts of food for 300 bucks, and now I get half a cart. What's yeah. going on here? What You've been told this, but you still, you, what it comes down to is about everything. No one pays attention. No one and they just attention. let it go. Mm-hmm. And it just becomes norm. And everybody gets used to it. No, stop vo- stop voting them in. No matter who it is, stop voting them in. All of them. Ah, that is so hard to convince people because people are so convinced that voting is legit, you know? Voting is not legit. I mean, the same company has been using the same machines they had the co- they had the government contract, and they had the problem with the chads, and they had the problem with the electronic, and they had pop- people stuffing votes. So it's all the same company. It's been doing it for years. Why does it never get changed? Because, and now they're use- they've in- they've inputted the Dominion system, which has so many flaws, which they they know completely. They've admitted, even the Democrats admitted, yeah, this system's kind of right. fucked up. But yeah. we're going to implement it in every fifty states now. And now, like this next election cycle, apparently Dominion is going to be the system that the votes go through. And who owns that system? How many times? How many times has they put out Windows, whatever they put out, and every time they put it out, it has bugs mm-hmm. in the system and it doesn't work, and then they have to put patches yep. in and all that stuff. They put it out, knowing it's all fucked up. Yep. Why? Well, they're in control of it. That's why. Yeah. I mean, I lived. I lived in a, a state that was Democratic state, so automatically it had to go Democrat. I wasn't democratic. No, I, I had the people I saw there. I knew them all, and they were all Republicans, but they got democratic anyway. Yeah, that's it's weird, man. That's just it's all a setup. Everything is a setup. It's a setup because we have allowed it to be this way, and we continue to allow it to be this way until we again until we stand up and say, "No, we're done with this." I mean, it's going to take civil war. 
It literally is. And I hate to say it, but that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. It's what needs to happen. Yep. And I've, I've said this for 30 years, man. Civil War is going to happen. It History always repeats itself. History repeats itself. It's us. It's not about black or white or yellow or green. It's not about uh, blue or red. It's about us and them. And there are more of us than there are of them. Yeah. The problem with us is we can't organize. Well, yeah, we're we're too afraid to do it because the government says, you know, like what— The repercussions. Right, but January 6th, we'll take your life away from you. We'll put you in prison forever for insurrection and trying to overthrow a government. The government sucks. Yeah. It needs to be overthrown. Yeah, our, our government, our government, and the affiliates of our government, the the National Guard, Army, all that stuff, the po- police, you know, the, the people, the people— Actually, own four hundred times more weapons and firearms and all that stuff than our than the whole government, entire government does. We have so what does that mean? We, we have the power. We have power. Just, we won't do it. Which is too. Who's going to fire that first shot? You know, right? Nobody wants to fire that first shot. Right. Everyone wants to wait for them to fire the first shot, and they're not going to fire their first right. shot. They're going to. Oh man, yeah, it's going to be scary. I wouldn't be surprised if there's some militias that come up and fire the first shot. So something is going to happen to trigger it, and then when it does, all hell, all hell, all hell is going to break loose. loose. Yeah, and that, right now I'm trying yeah. to like I'm trying to get a ham radio and get certified to use a ham radio. Well, so why would you have? Here's my thing. So I, I thought about that too, but if the power grid goes down and there's no electricity, your ham radio ain't going to be nothing but a box with a microphone with a with a with a handheld thing that goes, "Hello, is there anybody there?" <laughs> nothing. No, nothing. I just because no, I watched so uh, no. I just watched that movie with the Obamas, their executive producers, like leave the world behind or something. I just watched that last night. I don't know if you heard about it. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the Obamas yeah. also a piece of shit. Oh, fucking horrible people, man. So they they are the executive producers, both Michael Obama and uh, Michael. What's this? What the what's the name that Obama went by back in the day? Something Soros or something? Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and Mich- Michael Obama. Michael. <laughs> Her, him, uh, their their initial on their vote back in like 1994 or whatever. She, Michelle, yeah. claimed to be a man. And you see videos of her. She's got a penis. It's like, what? That is Michael. Awesome. That is Michael. Awesome, right? But they made, they, they were executive producers of like Leave the World Behind. I forget the name of it. But I just watched it last night. And it's basically saying what they're going to do. And they're going to turn off all the satellites. They're going to shut off all of the satellites. And then what happens? Everyone's going to die. Most of them. A lot of people are going to die. Yeah. Because the grocery Everybody who's are on a machine who needs that is going to die. Everybody who needs to cut some... I mean, I'm di- diabetic and I take medication, but I don't take my medication again every single day because they tell me not to. So, And I'm still okay. All those people who are going to need everything, they're just... This place is going to smell. It's going to be bad. Because there are going to be so many it's dead It's going to be a lot people. of disease. And, you know, there are already chemtrails everywhere with bromium and cadmium and aluminum yeah. and all that stuff. It's already poisoned us. The food's already poisoned with all sorts of mRNA injected, yeah. uh, bioengineered products. Everything is just poison. Um, once all the power grid goes out, grocery stores go out, that is civil war. That is when people start attacking each other to get the things that they need. Yeah, once once that happens, people will be all people will become dangerous within two weeks. Yeah, your neighbors It'll are going to survival. be. Oh, yeah. oh man, so I'm trying to make friends with people. <laughs> I don't want to make. Yeah. <laughs> you know, You're trying to get a group together, man. Like You're going to be, be like The Walking Dead. Oh, man. Man. There ain't going to be no zombies. No, no zombies. Unless you go to Florida, yeah. maybe there might be a couple zombies over there. But I, you know, I'll have my machete. I'll be chopping arms off. Yeah. 
I don't know, man. Yeah, make sure you have a gun. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. My family, yeah, we've got stuff. (laughs) Yeah, we got stuff. But when it comes down to it, oh, man, it's just going to come down to it. It, it, it I'm going to get shot. It is. I'm probably going to get shot. I might get murdered. Hey, you know what? Everyone else is going to die, too. Exactly. They do eventually. I just hope it's not painful and, like, you know, it takes a while. (laughs) Just please quick. Don't shoot me in a couple limbs and make no, me bleed no. out for five hours or whatever, man. It's like, no. just shoot me in the head quick and easy. No, sorry. I, I already know you got a long time to be here, so sorry. But see, that's <laughs> what I'm banking on that. You told me I have a long time. So, um, Daniel, if you thank you so much for coming on, man. I love this conversation. It was a really great conversation. Um, yeah, man. I like having a, these conversations. You want to have another one anytime, just let oh, me know. absolutely love this. And I think the listeners yeah, are going to be like, dude, bring him back on. Daniel Jackson's yeah. the shit, man. Um, so if you want to just tell people where uh, they can find you and, and you know, get your name out there, go ahead. Arizona. <laughs> it's in Arizona, but don't move yeah. there. Uh, if they want to get my book, uh, my book is called uh, just go to Amazon. It's on Amazon. Just put in Daniel Jackson, A New Beginning, My Awakening as a Spirit Medium. And you'll see this picture here. It's a man walking into a bright white light. And uh, it's a good story. Uh, and the, But at the end, uh, it's more important to get to the end is the uh, – in chapter 12, it's called The Basics, and these are 25 messages from archangels from God trying to help us to become better people and help us to help others to become better people and to become a better version of ourselves. When we help them, it helps us. So, uh, good message. So, but man. Uh, it's a uh, it's like eight bucks, eight bucks uh, as a, as a pa- yeah, eight bucks is a paperback. All right, it's I only it's make like two dollars and fifty two dollars fifty cents. So, I'm not trying to make a million dollars, I'm just get a message out there. People. Yeah, that's what I'm trying it to do. It is in my basket, and uh, it's it. They can they can get the ebook for like six dollars and forty nine cents. So, Listeners, uh, but if they do uh, they do buy the book, I would appreciate it if they would put a review of the book on there yes. because the more reviews it, put, it the helps more relevant a lot. It does stay. Yeah. I try to. Yeah, I just found out you have to have like twenty five reviews for it to stay relevant. I have like twenty one on there. Well, so. I'll add one for you. But uh, <clears throat> awesome, man. Yeah, um, and uh, and uh, so if they want to do that, uh, or if they want to get a reading. Um, they can find me on www.spiritmediumdaniel.com. It's one long word, spiritmediumdaniel.com. Cool. And, um, yeah, a reading is going to last between two and a two and a half hours, sometimes three hours. So, it's fantastic. <clears throat> again, I'm just trying to get the, the information. You just ask whatever questions you want. I will get the answers. And the only thing about that is people come to me because they want an answer from God, and I get the answer. But they don't always like the answer because, well, not everybody A lot of people don't truth, like the truth, man. The truth. Yeah, they just don't want the truth. But uh, and then if they want to see my show, um, they want to see uh, Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. You can just go on YouTube and find that, and you can just uh, uh, click um, subscribe, click the notification bell, and like. And please put comments because I enjoy the comments because I answer the comments back. You know. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they can find my my web page at uh, www.beyond-the-veil.com, and they they can listen to it or they can see it. Not only that, but uh, I, whenever I'm on someone else's show, I put the link of that interview on there for two reasons. One, not just so they can hear me, but so they can find another show to listen to to get a, another outlet because that's what we're here to do. We're here to take care of each other. Exactly. So I was going to ask you, um, after this, if you just want to send me your links and yeah. I'll put those in the show notes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do that uh, tomorrow after I come home from the party. <laughs> yeah. Well, be safe. <laughs> yeah, be safe. Man, Hopefully yeah. you're just walking over there, huh? 
Uh, no, man, it's it's uh, it's like twenty minutes. It's in Tombstone, oh. so oh, okay. going over yeah, to the, the American Legion. I, be, I belong to an American Legion. My wife and I do, and I, I volunteer over there and stuff. My cool. my wife volunteers at a, a place called the Warrior Healing Center here in Sierra Vista, Arizona. So we try to help as many people as we can. Yeah, that's pretty fantastic. Yeah, we try to do good in this world. Well, thanks a lot, Daniel. I appreciate you coming on, man, getting the message out. And I'm, I definitely want to have you back on in the future. So keep in touch with me. And we'll, we'll just do this again. Whatever you want to talk about. Yeah, if you ever have any other crazy uh, spirit questions or anything, you just compile them all up. And... All right, we'll do that. Yeah, absolutely, man. Appreciate it. And as I always tell everybody before I get done, uh, be good and don't do any stupid shit. But if you do, don't get caught. Perfect message. Perfect message. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. And definitely check out Daniel Jackson's work. Um, the sh- I'm going to put the links in the show notes. Uh, so check those out. And again, thanks, Daniel. And we will talk again, buddy. Awesome. As usual, thank you all for listening and lending your support. Please, if you haven't yet, click that subscribe button, share us, like us, and definitely rate us on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you can rate us. Be generous and hit that five-star rating. You guys should definitely check that out. And if you'd like, you can email us at paranautica at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter under at Paranautica, or you can even check out Facebook if you want, whatever. It's all gravy, baby. But the important thing is to subscribe to the Paranautica Podcast. Yes. Give us that five-star rating, yes. man. A cinco estrellas yes. rating. Please help us out. And remember, folks, getting the word out about this podcast is all about word of mouth. Get out there in the streets. Speak your mind. Be free. Join one of those nudist bike rides around New York or Philly. Shout out to you know? Philly. Yeah, or Seattle or Portland or Austin or Chicago or I think Madison, Milwaukee. Or Orlando, I don't know, maybe Surprise, Arizona. But paint the Paranautica podcast on that glistening skin of yours in your favorite shade of red and be proud up there on that seatless bicycle of yours. Yes, the one to which you're so very attached. And then attach a sweet loudspeaker to the front of the handlebars and with one hand, always holding the little radio speaker thing, ride around one-handed on your seatless bicycle and peacefully and respectfully but sternly Demand that everyone around you with an earshot listen to the Paranautica podcast. Absolutely. It's worth the ride. All right, everyone. We love you all. Take care, and we'll be back next week.